0: The following story has been brought to you by stories My friend Myshe Haas told us this story this past Sunday on Rosh Hashanah. He goes to a barbershop on Avenue. I don't know if you're familiar. It's Mike's barber. It's a And I think he's highway. I'm not sure. So he goes to Mike's every month for a haircut. Mike is a Bukharian guy, religious guy. And um, he's sitting taking a haircut. And he says, Mosh, I gotta show you pictures. He goes, "What? I just came back from Israel with my three kids. Let me show you." There, me and my kids at the hotel. Oh, very cool, Yeah, Very cool. Yeah. Wait, I went to Tzfas. You ever hear of He goes, "Yes, I heard it Tzfas." Really? Oh, He says, "He says I went to that Rizal's mikveh. You ever hear that Rizal's mikveh?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, "Yeah, really." Because yeah, Rizal's mikveh, there's a special segula, there's a special bracha, that if you go there, that Rizal promise you'll never die without doing tshuva in your lifetime. He looks at him and says, why did you say that for? He says, what? Why did you just say that for? Because uh, everybody knows that about that Rizal's mikveh. Two things we all know. It's freezing over there. You freeze your head off. And you won't leave this world without doing tshuva. It's a promise. He says, well, why, why? are you so shocked? He says, I got to tell you what happened. He says, the first time I was there in Israel was like six years ago. I'm not a religious guy. And the tour took us to Tzfas. And they said, okay, everybody take your clothes off. We're jumping in a mikvah. I'm like, what's a mikvah? You're jumping into the Rizal's mikvah. I'm like, why am I jumping in? The guy said, if you jump in there, it's a guarantee that one day you're going to do Teshuvah. You're going to come back. You're going to connect. I ain't jumping that thing. It looks freezing. My friend said, come on, go in. You can do it. I said, no, I'm not going. He said, come on, just jump in. It's 95 degrees outside. We got to cool off anyway. I said, all right, fine. I jumped in. It was my toes off. Jumped out. All right. I went to the Results Micah. How many guys, raise their hand, have went to the Results make already? You said, okay. It's an amazing experience. She said, three years ago, as we all know, COVID hit. And uh, business shut down. Everything shut down in Brooklyn. I was trying to make a living. So I would make house calls, ran around every house, charging house calls, you know, doing haircuts up and down the blocks. And then everybody went upstate. Everybody here in Brooklyn goes upstate. I didn't have any business. I had another business. I would drive rich people around. Anytime rich people need a driver, they're going around a business. I took their car. I took their Lexus. I took their Jag. I would be their driver. Whenever they want to go to the city, they wait inside. I kept to keep their car the rest of the day. Let's try to make a living. This is what I, I was doing. My friend told me, you know, you should go upstate. Go upstate and give haircuts. All these places that are estates, that have like 100 units, 120 units. Hey, you're in my place, right? Park yourself there for a day. Two days, you can give like 300 haircuts. You make big money. All right. Rich guy gives me his car. I get into the Lexus. I make plans to go to Willow Woods. Willow Woods is like three blocks away from where we are, right in South Fallsburg. I go to Willow Woods. I'm sitting there with my big Lexus, my scissors, my shaving, my every my shaver's ready to go. And there's a lot of collectors over there. I have big beards running around. You saw knocking on doors, asking people for money. I've never seen anything like this. They think I'm a rich guy because I'm sitting in a big Lexus. So this guy knocks on the door. I'm collecting for, for making a wedding. I'm like, oh, I'm making a wedding. He's got 19 kids. Um, I said, all right, I had $180 in my pocket. I pulled out 20. I felt bad for the guy. Gave me 20 bucks. Right. Next rabbi, I saw this guy got money. I closed the window. He knocked my window. I said, Doc, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm a blubber. He knocks. He says, yes. I said, you don't understand. I have a Alex. It's not my car. I'm not, you know, I have a yeshiva. I have a yeshiva and I'm collecting. It's going to close down. I need $30,000 by the end of the week. He's like, listen, I got a couple dollars there. He said, no, no, I need $30,000. I need 30000 he says, sorry, sir, you need $30,000? Well, let me tell you something. $30,000 goes into the garbage if they give it to you. He's like, what? $30,000 would be in the garbage. I guy said, why? He said, because I have three kids that I sent to yeshiva. Yeshiva flappished. I spent all my money They would go to yeshiva. And you know what? It's a waste of time because I don't keep Shabbos. I don't keep Shabbat. So they come home. They see me watching TV and they're going to go to yeshiva. So what's the point? If you go to yeshiva and your family doesn't keep everything anyway, it's going to be a waste. So your yeshiva is a waste. $30,000. So the rabbi says, you don't keep Shabbos? You don't keep Shabbat? Because goes, no. He why? He says, hey, it's hard. It's difficult. It's very hard. You know, all day. What do you mean it's hard? If I gave you a million dollars cash, would you keep Shabbat? He goes, yeah, sure. Of course. Yeah. Okay. So obviously you could keep Shabbat. It's just it's too hard. So get busy. No, I can't. I can't. I can't. What do you mean you can't? Hashem says, You could do it. You could do it. You will be rewarded. He said, You really believe in God? He said, Of course I believe in God. That's why I'm here. You really think that you're going to walk around this place and get $30,000? He goes, Yeah. I run a yeshiva. My name is Rabbi Pollock. I have a yeshiva in your Every time I need, Hashem takes care of me. So I'm going to go around collecting today, and I'm going to get the money. That's what Hashem does for me. And you keep Shabbos. Hashem will help you get there, and you'll be rewarded. He says, Yeah. He said, okay, I'll make you a deal. If you collect $30,000, in this bungalow colony today, I will start keeping Shabbat. He says, really? Yeah. If you collect $30,000 today in this bungalow colony, I will start keeping Shabbat. Let me see how God hooks you up. He says, deal. What's your cell number? He gives him a cell number. Okay. Boris starts getting his call. He starts making his round into the different houses. He goes into one of my friend's house, actually. His name is Mutt. Mutt sits down for a haircut. Mutt says, you know what? This rabbi, Paul, just came to my house, asking for money. You know what he told me? He says... Not only should I give for the yeshiva, but if I give money, some guy is going to start keeping Shabbos if I give him money. This is what the guy told me. Can you believe that farce? He said, it's true. He goes, hey, no, it's true. Said, I'm that guy. I made that deal. It was me. He says, really? He says, yeah. I told him if he collects $30,000 today, I'm going keep him Shabbos. He goes, oh, I don't know. Okay, it's true. That's how the guy was selling it. He was going around telling people, give me money, you got to keep Shabbos. Anyway, Mike goes around, he starts giving haircuts all day, makes a couple bucks, gets back on the Lexus, starts driving down, gets onto the GW on the Palisades, phone rings. He picks up. Mike! He says, yeah. It's Robert Pollock. He says, hey, what's up? He says, start keeping Shabbos. He goes, what are you talking about? $31,600 one day. I'll show you all the receipts. Mm-hmm. So, so seriously, $31,600, start keeping Shabbos. And he hugs in phone. He says, Mosh, I cried from the entire, entire way from GW to East 26th Street. I cried the entire way. Here I was, I was sent this guy, I don't know who he is, knocking on my window, thinking I'm a rich guy. I make some cockamated deal with him. And then all of a sudden, I have to, I have to, I have to keep my promise. And ever since then, for the last few years, I've been keeping Shabbos. Because Darizal said, if you show up to my mikvah, You will guarantee to do tshuva before it's all over. And they sent me somebody. And in life, it's all Hashem wants you to do. He wants you just to show up. Just make a small move. A small move. God says, I got you. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. StoriesToInspire.org